According to all known laws of aviation, there is no way that a bee should be able to fly. Its wings are too small to get its fat little body off the ground. The bee, of course, flies anyways because bees don't care what humans think. It's impossible. Yellow, black, yellow, black, yellow, black, yellow, black. Ooh, black and yellow. Yeah, let's shake it up a little. Barry, breakfast is ready. Coming. Oh, hang on a second. Hello? Barry? Adam? Can you believe this is happening? I can't believe it. I'll pick you up. Looking sharp. Barry, why don't you use the stairs? Your father paid good money for those. Sorry, I'm excited. Here's the graduate. We're proud of you, son. And a perfect report card. All bees. Very proud. Ma, I got a thing going here. Ah, uh, you got some lint on your fuzz. Ow! That's me! Wave to us! We'll be on row 118,000. Bye! Barry, I told you, stop flying in the house! Barry drives his car to pick up his classmate. Adam's outside his house, reading Hive Today newspaper. The front page headline reads, Frisbee hits Hive internet down B. I heard a sound. One, a whammo! Hey, Adam! Hey, Barry! Is that fuzz gel? A little. It's a special day! Finally graduating. Never thought I'd make it. Yeah, three days grade school, three days high school. Th those were so awkward. Three days college. I'm glad I took off one day in the middle and just hitchhiked around the hive. You did come back different. A bee calls out as they drive past. Hi, Barry. Hey, Artie. Growing a mustache? Looks good. Hey, did you hear about Frankie? Yeah. Oh, you going to his funeral? No, I'm not going to his funeral. Everybody knows you sting someone. You die. You don't waste it on a squirrel. He was such a hothead. Yeah, I guess he could have just gotten out of the way. They make various noises as the car goes up and down some hills and there's a loop on the road. Whoa! Whoa! I love this incorporating an amusement park right into our regular day. I guess that's why they say we don't need a vacation. They arrive, fly in, and take their seats. Boy, quite a bit of pomp under the circumstances. Well, Adam, today we are men. We are. B-men. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Bumping each other. Ah! <laughs> For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. For me, it was French. Now, thanks to Babbel, the learning language app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. For me, I chose French because I wanted to brush up on what I already learned because I definitely forgot a lot of it, and to also build up on that base I already have. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over a hundred language experts. Their teaching method has been significantly proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, save up to 60% off with your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash recreo. That's babbel.com slash recreo for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel language for life. And thank you, Babbel, so much for sponsoring this video.
Students, faculty, distinguished bees, please welcome Dean Buswell. Dean Buswell walks onto the stage and taps the microphone. Welcome, New Hive City graduating class of... Presses a button to change a timer on the podium from 9 to 9.15. 9.15. And that concludes our graduation ceremonies. Students cheer. Woo! The into the air yeah. as helmets are placed into your heads. And begins your career at Hunnix Industries. Are we going to pick our jobs today? I heard it's just the orientation. Huh? Whoa, heads up, here we go. This stands for Winger University. The students are sitting and begin converting into tram sitting. Keep your hands and antennas inside the tram at all times. Mantenga sus manos y antenas dentro del tranvía en todo momento. Wonder what it's gonna be like. A little scary. <laughs> Welcome to Honex, a division of Honesco and a part of the Hexagon Group. This is it. Wow! Tram moves into factory floor. We know that you, as a bee, have worked your whole life to get to this point where you can work for your whole life. Honey begins when our valiant pollen jocks bring the nectar to the hive. Our top secret formula is automatically color corrected, sent adjusted, and bubble contoured into soothing sweet syrup with its distinctive golden glow. You know as Honey! Turgut grabs a beaker of honey as they drive by and tosses it into the group, which bounces it around towards the back. That girl was hot. She's my cousin. She is? Yes. <laughs> We're all cousins. <laughs> right. You're right. At Honex, we also constantly strive to improve every aspect of bee existence. These bees are stress testing a new helmet technology. Behind a display window, a bee puts on a helmet, then runs back and forth as levers holding a rolled up magazine, fly swatter, and a shoe move down to try to hit him. He is hit by the magazine, dodges the fly swatter, but then hit by the boot and again by all three followed by being sprayed with aerosol from two cans. He signals he's okay, but is flattened by the fly swatter, magazine, and shoe converging to strike him together. He signals he's still okay by poking his arm through a hole in the fly swatter and giving another thumbs up. The tram riders applaud. Ooh, what do you think he makes? Not enough. And here we have our latest advancement, the Krellman. Wow, what does that do? Catches a little strand of honey that hangs after you pour it. Saves us millions. A Krellman worker waves and Adam waves back. Uh, can anyone work on the Krellman? Of course, most bee jobs are small ones. But bees know that every small job, if it's done well, means a lot. But choose carefully because you'll stay in the job that you pick for the rest of your life. The same job for the rest of your life? I didn't know that. What's the difference? Huh? And you'll be happy to know that bees, as a species, haven't had one day off in 27 million years. Whoa! So, you'll just work us to death? We'll sure try. <laughs> <laughs> the tram converts into a boat that flows down a log flume tile style ramp with honey in it, then converts it back to a wheeled tram at the end. With the tour over, Adam and Barry head home. Adam jumps with excitement. Wow! That blew my mind. What's the difference? Adam, how could you say that? One job forever? That's an insane choice to have to make. Well, I'm relieved. Now we only have to make one decision in life. But, Adam, how could they never have told us that? Barry, why would you question anything? We're bees. We're the most perfectly functioning society on earth. Filling station attendant yells at, at a bee for putting the honey nuzzle into his own mouth. Yeah, but Adam, did you ever think that maybe things work a little too well around here? Like what? 
Give me one example. Both stop in the middle of an intersection. The traffic adjusts to drive around them. I don't know, but you know what I'm talking about. Please clear the gate. Royal Nectar Force on approach. Royal Nectar Force on approach. Wait a second. Check it out. Hey, those are the pollen jocks. Wow! Pollen jocks fly into the hive and land. I've never seen them this close. They know what it's like to go outside the hive. Yeah, but some of them don't come back. Two lady bees wave at the jocks and call out. Hi, jocks. The pollen is removed from the jocks and collected into storage capsules marked nectar, then trucked away. A general flies over to welcome them. You guys did great. You're monsters. You're sky freaks. I love it. I love it. I wonder where those guys have just been. I don't know. Their day's not planned. Outside the hive? Flying who knows where? Doing who knows what? You can't just decide one day to be a pollen jock. You have to be bred for that. Right. Pollen begins drifting down around them. Look at that. That's more pollen than you and I will ever see in a lifetime. It's it's just a status symbol. I think bees make too big a deal out of it. Perhaps, unless you're wearing it and the ladies see you wearing it. The same two lady bees giggle at being talked about by Barry. <laughs> Those ladies, aren't they our cousins too? <laughs> Distant. Distant. <laughs> Look at these two. Couple of hive Harrys. Let's have some fun with them. It must be so dangerous being a pollen jock. Oh, yeah. One time, a bear had me pinned up against a mushroom. He had one paw in my throat, and with the other, he was slapping me uh, back and forth a- across the face. Oh, my. <laughs> I never thought I'd knock him out. And what were you doing during all of this? Obviously, I was trying to alert the authorities. I can autograph that if you want. A little gutsy out there today, wasn't it, comrades? Uh, Oh, yeah, uh, Dusty. Yeah, we're going to hit a sunflower patch about six miles from here tomorrow. Six miles, huh? Barry! It's a puddle jump for us, but uh, maybe you're not up for it. (laughs) Maybe I am. You're not! We're going 0900 at J-Gate. Whoa. What do you think, Buzzy Boy? Are you B enough? I might be. It, it all depends on what 0900 means. Later, back at home that night, Barry is on the balcony looking at the hive. Hey, Honix! Oh, Dad, you surprised me. Have you decided what you're interested in, son? Well, there's a lot of choices. But you only get one. Dad, do you ever get bored doing the same job every day? Son, let me tell you something about stirring. You grab that stick and you must move it around and you stir it around. You get yourself into a rhythm. It's a beautiful thing. You know, Dad... The more I think about it, maybe the honey field just isn't right for me. And you were thinking of what? Making balloon animals? That's a bad job for a guy with a stinger. Well, no. Janet, your son's not sure what he wants to go into, honey. Oh, Barry, you are so funny sometimes. I'm not trying to be funny. You're not funny. You're going into honey, our son, the stirrer. You're gonna be a stirrer? No one's listening to me. Wait till you see the sticks I have for you. I could say anything I want right now. I'm gonna get an ant tattoo. Oh, let's open some fresh honey and celebrate. Maybe I'll pierce my thorax. Mom and Dad starts walking away. Dad raises his glass and says, To honey! Shave my antenna. So funny! Shack up with a grasshopper, get a gold tooth, and start calling everybody dog. I'm so 
proud. Barry and Adam arrived the next morning at the job selection booth. I can't believe we're starting work today. Today's the day. Come on! All the good jobs will be gone! Yeah. Right. Dean Buswell at his second job, located at the desk front of Honex Job Placement Board. Pollen counting, stunt beam, whoring, snarf, front desk, hair removal. Is it still available? Hang on. <laughs> Two lefts and one of them's yours. Congratulations. Son, step to the side, please. Yeah. What'd you get? Picking the crud out. Whoa. That is stellar. Wow. <laughs> Couple of newbies? Yes, sir. Our first day, and we are ready. Well, step up and make a choice. Do you want to go first? Uh, no. You go. Oh, my. What's available? Restroom attendants always open, and not for the reason you think. Any chance of getting on to the Krellman, sir? Sure, you're on. Status for Krellman workers changes suddenly. Oh, I'm sorry. The Krellman just closed out. Oh! Wax monkey's always open, and the Krellman just opened up again. What happened? Well, whenever a bee dies, that's an opening. See that? He's dead. Dead. Another dead one. Deadly, deadified, two more dead. Dead from the neck up, dead from the neck down. But that's life. Oh, this is so hard. Heating, cooling, stunt bee, pourer, stirrer, humming, inspector number seven, lint coordinator, stripe supervisor, antenna ball, antenna ball polisher, might wrangler. Barry, what do you think I should... Barry? All right, we've got the sunflower patch in quadrant nine. Geranium window box on the Sutton place. Adam calls Barry. What happened to you? Where are you? I'm going out. Out? Out where? Out there. Oh, no. I have to before I go to work for the rest of my life. You're going to die. You're crazy. Hello? Oh, another call coming in. Barry hangs up as Adam says again. You're crazy. If anyone's feeling brave, there is a Korean deli on 83rd that gets their roses today. Hey, guys. Well, look at that. Isn't that the kid we saw yesterday? Hold it, son. Flight deck's restricted. It's okay, Lou. We're going to take him up. Yeah. Really? Feeling lucky, are you? Holds clipboard for Barry. Sign here, here. Just initial that. Thank you. Okay, you've got a rain advisory today. And as you all know, bees cannot fly in the rain. So be careful. As always, watch your brooms, hockey sticks, dogs, birds, bears, and bats. Also, I got a couple of reports of root beer being poured on us. Murphy's in a home because of it. Just babbling like a cicada. That's awful. And a reminder for all you rookies, be law number one. Absolutely no talking to humans. All right, launch positions. The pollen jocks begin chanting. Buzz, 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 buzz. Over and over as they change positions. Black and yellow. You ready for this hot shot? Yeah, yeah, bring it on. The pollen jocks begin calling out their flight preparations. Wind, check, check, antenna, check, nectar pack, check, wings, check, dinger, check. Scared out of my shorts, check. Okay, ladies, let's move it out. Flight crew helps the jocks get their wings started. Pound these petunias, you stripe stem suckers! All of yous, drain those flowers! All depart! Wow, I'm out! I can't believe I'm out! So blue! Whoa, ho ho! I feel so fast and free! Box kite! Wow, whoa, ho ho! This is Blue Leader. We have Rose's visual. Bring it around 30 degrees and hold. Rose's? 30 degrees. Roger. Bring it around. Stand to the side, kid. It's got a bit of a kick. Oh, 
That is one nectar collector. You ever see pollination up close? No, sir. I pick up some pollen here, sprinkle it over here, maybe a dash over there, a pinch on that one. See that? It's a little bit of magic, ain't it? Wow, that's amazing. Why do we do that? That's pollen power, kid. More pollen, more flowers, more nectar, more honey for us. Cool. I'm picking up a lot of bright yellow. Could be daisies. Don't we need those? Copy that visual. Hold on. One of these flowers seems to be on the moon. Say again, are you reporting a moving flower? <laughs> the tree bees land and check out the object in the distance. That was on the line! This is the coolest. What is it? I don't know, but I'm loving this color. Ah, it smells good. Not like a flower, but I like it. Yeah, fuzzy. Chemically. Careful, guys. It's a little grabby. Lands on one of the objects and hugs it. My sweet lord of bees. Hey, candy brain. Get off of there. Problem. A woman picks up the tennis ball Barry is stuck to and walks back to the servant line. Guys. This could be bad. Affirmative. As the woman bounces the ball a few times, Barry's still stuck to it and says on each bounce. Very close. Gonna hurt. Mama's little boy. You are way out of position, rookie. Barry screams as the woman hits the ball. Ah. Coming in at you like a missile. Help me. You know, I don't think these are flowers. Should we tell him? I think he knows. Screaming. What is this? Match point. You can't just start packing up, honey, because I believe you're about to eat it. Jackson clears his throat, distracting Ken, causing Ken to hit the ball, sending it high into the air and into the street. What? Oh no! Oh no, you can't be serious! Yowzer! Barry gets sucked into the engine compartment of a passing car, into the engine, before escaping through the, a hole and into the car's air condition system, where he sees a dead bug stuck to the filter. Ew, gross. A woman in the car turns on the air conditioner, blowing Barry into the car's cabin, where she sees him. There's a bee in the car! She screams at Barry. Uh. Barry screams at her. Uh. Everyone except the young girl screams back to her husband. Ah, uh, do something! I'm driving! Hi, Dee! He's back here! He's gonna sting me! Nobody move! If you don't move, he won't sting you! Freeze! Everyone stays still, including Barry, who hovers in the same spot. Hey, Blank! She gets out a can of hairspray and sprays it on Barry. Free you, Granny! What are you doing? Barry escapes out the roof vent. Wow, the tension level out here is unbelievable. I gotta get home. Something moves down past him very close and fast. Wow. Barry sees the rain starting to fall heavily. Can't fly in the rain. Can't fly in the rain. Can't fly in the rain. A raindrop hits him, but before he can recover, and another one hits him. Mayday! Mayday! Be going down! Barry sees a window ledge and barely makes it there, then crawls through the open window. Ken, could you close the window, please? Oh, hey, uh, check out the new resume. I made it into a fold-out brochure. You see? Fold-out. Oh, no. More humans. I don't need this. Tries to fly out the window, but bounces off it. Oof. Ow. What was that? Tries again. Maybe this time. This time. This time, this time, this time, this, 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 drapes. That is diabolical. 
Showing off his resume. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's got all my special skills, even my top 10 favorite movies. What's your number one, Star Wars? Nah, I don't go for that. Mimics <laughs> laser firing. Pew, 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 pew. Kind of stuff. No wonder we're not supposed to talk to them. They're out of their minds. Oh, when I walk out for a job interview, they're flabbergasted. They can't believe the things I say. There's the sun. Maybe that's a way out. Flies towards the light near the ceiling. I don't remember the sun having a big 75 on it. Bounces off it and starts falling, landing in a bowl of chip diff. I gotta tell you, I predicted global warming. I could feel it getting hotter. And first, I thought it was just me. And he scoops up some dip with a tortilla chip, including berry, and brings it towards his mouth. Wait! Stop! Me! Kill it! Kill it! Stand back. These are yadas. Wait! Don't kill him! You know I'm allergic to them. This thing could kill me! Well, why does his life have any less value than yours? Vanessa places a lass over Barry. Why does his life have any less value than mine? Is that your statement? I'm just saying all life has value. You don't know what he's capable of feeling. Vanessa rips Ken's resume in half and slides it under the glass. My brochure! Carries the glass with Barry inside over the window and releases him. There you go, little guy. I'm not scared of him, but yeah, it's an allergic thing. Hey, why don't you put that on your resume, uh, brochure? It's not funny. My whole face could have puffed up. Hmm, make it one of your special skills. You know, knocking someone out is also a special skill. <laughs> Vanessa, next week, yoga night? Yeah, sure, Ken. You know, whatever. You could put a carob chip on there. Bye! It's supposed to be less calories or something. Bye! <sighs> the last of her guests have left. She shuts the door and begins to clean up. Sighs. Uh, I gotta say something. She saved my life. I gotta say something. All right, here it goes. Barry flies back into the house through the almost closed window and stops in front of the can a bumblebee chunk light. Vanessa walks by, stopping right in line with the mascot. He starts to walk away and looks back, says, Huh? And turns back around to look at the mascot and then says, Nah. As he dismisses the picture and continues walking, Barry resumes flying and lands on a postcard from Coney Island taped to the refrigerator in a position where Vanessa doesn't notice him. What would I say? I could really get in trouble. It's a bee law. You're not supposed to talk to a human. I can't believe I'm doing this. <sighs> Begins debating with himself. I've got to. I can't do it. Come on. No. No. Yes. No. Dude, I can't. I can't. How should I start it? You like jazz? No. That's no good. Here she comes. Speak. You fool. Um, hi. Vanessa gasps and drops the dishes. <gasps> I'm sorry. Oh, you're talking. Yes, I know. I know. I'm, I'm so... You're talking. I know. I, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. It's fine. It's just, I know I'm dreaming, but I don't recall going to bed. Well, you know, I, I'm sure this is very disconcerting. Yeah, I mean, this is a bit of a surprise to me. I mean, you're a bee. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a bee. I, 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 you know, I'm not supposed to be doing this, but... Vanessa makes a small... Oh. And... Uh-huh. Noises while Barry's talking. They were all <laughs> trying to kill me, and if it wasn't for you, I mean... I had to thank you. It's it's just the way I was raised. Vanessa grabs a fork and stabs herself in the hand and then cries out. Ah! That was a little weird. I'm talking to a bee. Yeah. I'm talking to a bee. Anyway. And the bee 
is talking to me. Um, I just want to say I'm grateful and I'm going to leave now. Wait, 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 wait. How, how did you learn to do that? What? That, 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 the, the talking thing. Oh, the, the same way you did, I guess. Mama, Dada, honey, you pick it up. Laughs unconvincingly. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah, bees are funny. If we didn't laugh, we'd cry with what we have to deal with. Anyway. Can I uh, get you something? Like what? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Coffee? Well, uh, I mean, I I mean, I don't want to put you out unless you're making it anyways. Oh, it's it's no trouble. Oh, it takes 2 minutes. Really? It, it's just coffee. I hate to impose. Don't be ridiculous. Actually, I would love a cup. Hey, you want a little rum cake? I really shouldn't. Have a little rum cake. Barry laughs. Uh, no, 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 I can't. No. Oh, come on. You know, I'm, I'm trying to lose a couple micrograms here. Uh, Where? Well, these stripes don't help. I, you look great. I don't know if you know anything about fashion. Uh... Are you all right? No. Fade to Vanessa and Barry on her roof terrace, talking and having coffee. He's making the tie in the cab, and they're flying up to Madison, so he finally gets there. Uh-huh. He runs up the steps into the church. The wedding is on. Yeah. And he says, watermelon. I thought you said Guatemalan. Uh-huh. Why would I marry a watermelon? <laughs> Barry laughs. <laughs> Vanessa's more confused and amused. Barry gestures, indicating his joke is done. Oh, is that a, a bee joke? Yeah, that's kind of the stuff that we do. Yeah, different. So anyway, what are you going to do, Barry? About work? I don't know. I want to do my part for the hive, but I, I can't do it the way they want. I know how you feel. You do? Sure, my parents wanted me to be a lawyer or a doctor, but I wanted to be a florist. Really? My only interest is flowers. Our new queen was just elected with that campaign slogan. Oh, huh. Anyway, you see, if you look there, there's my hive right there. You can see it. Oh, you're in Sheep Meadow. Yes. You know Turtle Pond? Yes. I'm right off of that. Oh, no way. I know that area. Do you know I lost a toe ring there once? Behind them, a janitor comes onto the roof and begins working and replacing a light bulb. Really? Yeah. Why do girls put rings on their toes? Well, why not? I don't know. It's like uh, putting a head on your knee. Maybe I'll try that. You all right, ma'am? Realizing how it must look talking to herself. Oh, yeah, fine. Just having two cups of coffee. She laughs. laughs. Vanessa and Barry shares a quiet little time. Anyways, this has been great. Thanks for the coffee. Oh, yeah, it's no trouble. Sorry I couldn't finish it. I'd be up for the rest of my life. Are you, um, can I take a piece of it with me? Sure, here, have a crumb. She passes one to Barry on her fingertip. Oh, thanks. Yeah. All right, well then, I guess I'll see you around. Or not. Or... Okay, Barry. And thank you so much again for... For before. Oh, that... That was nothing. Well, not nothing. But anyway... Barry 
extends his hand. Vanessa touches it with her finger and they gingerly shake. The janitor looks over and continues to tightening the bulb in the socket. It's short, causing him to lose his balance and falls backwards. The next day at the Honex building, hurricane survival testing is in progress. A bee wearing a parachute is in the wind tunnel. This can't possibly work. Well, he's all set to go. We may as well try it. Okay, Dave, pull the chute. Dave pulls the cord and is immediately blown backwards. He slides down the wall and shakily gives a thumbs up signal. Barry and Adam walk by the outside of the testing chamber. Sounds amazing. Oh, it was amazing. It uh, it was the scariest, happiest moment of my life. Humans? Humans? I can't believe you were with humans. Giant, scary humans. What were they like? Huge and crazy. They talk crazy. They eat crazy giant things. They drive around all crazy. And do they try to kill you like on TV? Some of them, but <laughs> some of them don't. <laughs> How'd you get back? Poodle. Look, you did it, and I'm glad. You saw whatever you wanted to see out there, you had your experience, and now you're back. You can pick out your job and everything, and, and everything can be normal. Well. 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 I met someone. You met someone? Was she bee-ish? Mm -mm. Not a wasp. Your parents will kill you. No, 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 no. Not a wasp. A spider? I'm not attracted to spiders. I know to everyone else it's like the hottest thing. With the eight legs and all, I, I can't get by the face. Barry grimaces and makes a noise. So, uh, so uh, who is she? <laughs> She's, uh, a human. Oh, no, 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 that didn't happen. You didn't do that. That is a bee law. You wouldn't break a bee law. Her name's Vanessa. Oh, oh boy. She's so, oh, nice. And she's a florist. Oh, no. No, no, no. You're dating a human florist? <laughs> well, we're not dating. You're flying outside the hive. You're talking to human beings that attack our homes with power washers and M80s. That's one eighth of a stick of dynamite. She saved my life, and she understands me. This is over. Pulls out the rum cake crumb. Eat this. Pushes into Adam's face. This is not over. What was that? They call it a crumb. That was so stinging stripey. And that's not even what they eat. That just falls off of what they eat. Do you know what a Cinnabon is? No. It's bread. Come in here. Opens the door to the office where he works and guys Barry inside. And cinnamon. Be quiet. And frosting. They heat it up. Sit down. Really hot. Listen to me. We are not them. We're us. There's us and then there's them. Yes, but who can deny the heart that is yearning? There is no yearning. Stop yearning. Listen to me. You have got to start thinking B, my friend. Another B joins in. Thinking B, thinking B. Thinking B. Thinking B. And another joins thinking in. Bee. Thinking B. Thinking B. Thinking B. Thinking B. Thinking B. All bees in the office begin chanting. Thinking B. Thinking B. Thinking B. Thank you. <laughs> Outside his house, Barry sits on a raft in his family's hexagon-shaped honey pool. Legs dangling into the honey, mom and dad approach. 
wearing cabana-type outfits, sun shining behind them. There he is. He's in the pool. You know what your problem is, Barry? I've got to start thinking, B? Barry, how much longer is it going to go on? It's been three days. I don't understand why you're not working. Well... I've got a lot of big life decisions I'm thinking about. What life? You have no life. You have no job. You're barely a bee. Oh, would it kill you to just make a little honey? Barry rolls off the wrap and sinks into the pool. Barry, come out from under there. Your father's talking to you. Martin, would you talk to him? Barry, I'm talking to you. Barry keeps swimming downwards through the honey, which clears and leads him to a park where Vanessa is waiting for him, reclining on a picnic blanket. Sugar, sugar, but the Archies is playing in the background. She swats a mosquito that lands on her leg, then looks at Barry for his reaction. Both are surprised and then laughs about it. <laughs> <laughs> you coming? Got everything? All set. She gets into a one-man ultralight plane with a black and yellow paint job and puts on her helmet. She and the plane are now Barry's size. You go ahead. I'll catch up. Don't be too long. The plane takes off. Barry soon catches and they fly together. Watch this. The plane does a loop, trailing red smoke that forms a heart, then crashes into the side of a rock pile, bursting into flames, yelling in anguish. Vanessa. The sky changes <laughs> to bubbles, escaping his mouth. Barry breaks the surface of the pool, gasping for air. We're still here, Barry! I told you not to yell at him! He doesn't respond when you yell at him! Then why are you yelling at me? Because you don't listen! I'm not listening to this! Dries himself and puts on his sweater. Sorry, Mom. I've got to go. Where are you going? Nowhere. I'm meeting a friend. A girl? <laughs> Is this why you can't decide? Bye. I just hope she's B-ish. Vanessa exits her florist shop, flipping the sign over and locking the door. He sees the Tournament of Roses parade poster. So they have a huge parade over just flowers every year in Pasadena? Oh, to be in the Tournament of Roses. That's every florist's dream. Up on a float, surrounded by flowers, crowds cheering. Wow, a tournament. Do the roses actually compete in athletic events? No. All right, I've got one. How come you don't fly everywhere? It's exhausting. Hmm. Why don't you run everywhere? Isn't that faster? Yeah, okay. I see, I see. All right, your turn. Ah, TiVo. You can just freeze live TV? That's insane. What? You don't have anything like that? We have HiVo, but it's a disease. It's a horrible, horrible disease. Oh, my. They turn a corner onto a busier street. People start swatting at Barry. Dumb bees! You must just want to sting all those jerks. We really try not to sting. It's usually fatal for us. So you really have to watch your temper? To enter a supermarket. Oh yeah, very carefully. You kick a wall, take a walk, write an angry letter and throw it out. You work through it in any emotion, anger, jealousy. Under his breath. <laughs> Lust. Barry lands on a cardboard boxes in the aisle. A stock boy hits him and rolled with a rolled up advertisement to Barry. Oh my goodness, are you okay? Yeah. Woo. To Hector, the stock boy. What is wrong with you? It's a bug. Well, he's not bothering anybody. Get out of here, you creep. She slaps him with the advertisement and he leaves muttering. What was that? A pick and save circular? Yeah, it was. How, how did you know? Felt about like 10 pages. 
75 is pretty much our limit. Boy, you've really got that down to a science. Oh, we have to. I lost a cousin to Italian Vogue. I'll bet. He stops when he sees a rose of honey jars. What in the name of Mighty Hercules is this? How did this get here? Cute bee? Golden Blossom? Ray Liotta Private Select? Is he that actor? I never heard of him. Why is this here? For people. We eat it. Why? He gestures around the market. You don't have enough food of your own? Well, yes, we... How do you even get it? Well, bees make it. I know who makes it, and it's hard to make it. There, there's heating and cooling and stirring. Need a whole Krellman thing. It's organic. It's our organic. It's just honey, Barry. Just what? Bees don't know about this? This is stealing. A lot of stealing. You've taken our homes, our schools, our hospitals. This is all we have, and it's on sale. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I'm going to get to the bottom of all of this. Barry rips a label from a jar of Ray Liotta Private Select Honey. Later, Barry's infiltrating the supermarket loading dock by covering up his yellow stripes with magic marker and putting on war paint. Hector's opening more boxes of honey jars. Hey, Hector, you almost done? Almost! Barry steps in some honey. Hexer stops and turns. He is here. I sense it. He grabs his box cutter as Barry hides. Barry hides behind a box again, talking loud to the open room as he opens a jar of honey from a box. Well, I guess I'll go home now and just leave this nice honey out with no one around. Pretends to walk away. You're busted, box boy. Aha! I knew I heard something, so you can talk. Barry flies at him, stingers first, backing him against the wall. Hector drops the knife. Oh, I can talk, and now you're going to start talking. Where are you getting all this sweet stuff? Who, who's your supplier? I, I don't know what you're talking about. I thought we were all friends. The last thing we want to do is upset any of you bees. Hector grabs a pushpin. Barry begins fencing with his stinger. Ha! You're too late. It's ours now. You, sir, have crossed the wrong sword. You, sir, are about to be lunch for my iguana, Ignacio. The fight continues. They cross swords and get nose to nose. Where's the honey coming from? Barry knocks the pushpin away and puts the stinger up to Hector's nose. Tell me! Where? Points to a truck. Honey Farms. It comes from Honey Farms. Barry flies after the departing truck, dodging a bus, taxis, and a messenger on the bicycle. One driver yells at the messenger. Crazy person! Barry continues his pursuit, using the elastic strap on the bicycle messenger's helmet to launch himself towards the truck. He lands on the windshield, pressed against it by the wind. He sees himself surrounded by dead bugs, then works his way around them. Oh my, what a horrible thing happened here. Look at all these faces. They never knew what hit them. And now they're on the road to nowhere. A mosquito opens his eyes. Just keep still. What? You're not dead? Do I look dead? Hey, man, they'll wipe anything that moves. Now, where are you headed? To Honey Farms. I'm onto something huge here. I'm going to Alaska. Moose blood, crazy stuff. Blows your head off. I'm going to Tacoma. To apply. What about you? He really is dead. All right. The driver's hand moves to the windshield wiper lever. Uh Uh-oh. What is that? Oh, no. It's a wiper. Triple blade. Triple blade? Jump on! It's your only chance, B! They hang on to the wiper. It moves back and forth. Moose Blood yells at the driver through the glass. Why does everything have to be so doggone clean? How much do you people need to see? 
Open your eyes. Stick your head out the window. Inside the cab, the radio's playing. For NPR News in Washington, I'm Carl Castle. We don't kill no more bugs. He is flung to the wiper as the washer fluid sprays onto the windshield. Me, 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 me. Moose blood guy. Bear gets flung off, grabs a hold of the radio antenna. A cricket flying by grabs a hold of the antenna. Both are screaming. You hear something? Like what? Like tiny screaming? Turn off the radio. The driver turns off the radio and then antenna retracts. As it lowers, the cricket and Barry work straight to the top. Barry wins and the cricket has to let go. But then so does Barry. And he's sucked into the air horn on the top. Hey, what's up, B-boy? Hey, blood. <laughs> he said, hey, hey blood. Oh, wait. Hey, yo. You're not allowed to say that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Inside the truck horn later during the drive. And it was just an endless row of honey jars as far as the eye could see. Wow. So I'm just assuming wherever this honey truck goes, that's where they're getting it. I mean, that honey's ours. Bees hang tight. Well, we're all jammed in there. It's a close community. Not us, man. We're on home. Every mosquito is on his own. But what if you get into trouble? Trouble? You're a mosquito. You're in trouble. Nobody likes us. They're just all smacking. People see mosquito, smack, smack. <laughs> At least you're out of the world. You must meet a lot of girls. Mosquito girls try to trade up. Get with a moth. Dragonfly. Jesus. Mosquito girls don't want oh, no mosquito. God. A blood mobile passes them. Whoa. You got to be kidding me. Moose blood's about to leave the building. So, so long, Bane. <laughs> <laughs> he leaves and jumps onto other vehicle. Saying to the bug on its windshield. Hey, guys. I knew I'd catch you all down here. Did you bring the crazy straw? At Honey Farm, the truck stops. Barry flies out of the horn and lands on the nose of the truck. Two beekeepers walk around the backside of the gift shop. Barry follows, landing on a tree. Then we throw it in some jars, slap a label on it. It's pretty much pure profit. What is this place? A bee's got a brain of the size of a pinhead. They are pinheads. Both laugh and Elmo says... Pinhead! Freddy opens a smoker box after he arrives. Hey, check out the new smoker. <laughs> oh, sweet! That's the one you want! The Thomas 3000. Smoker. 90 puffs a minute, semi-automatic, twice the nicotine, all the tar. Both laugh again. Laugh! A <laughs> <laughs> couple of breaths of this knocks them right out. They make the honey and we make the money. Barry flies onto Freddy's hat into the brim. They make the honey and we make the money. Why is his name Elmo? Freddy and Elmo walks onward. Freddy opens an apiary box and sprays it with smoke. Inside, the bee starts moaning and gasping. Hey, yo. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my. <laughs> Barry flies into the open box as Freddy leaves and makes his Ow. way into the apartment. Two bees are just waking up. What's going on here? Are you okay? Last too long. How did you two get here? Do you know you're in a fake hive with fake walls? Points to a picture. Our queen was moved here. We had no choice. Looks at the picture. <laughs> this is your queen? That's a man in women's clothes. That's a drag queen. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. Shut up. Um, the walls separating the apartments are moved, revealing hundreds of them. What's this? Flies through the apartment and onto the open air. He hovers high above a tree, where he sees even more apiary boxes on the farm. He begins taking pictures. Oh no, there's hundreds of them. 
bee honey, our honey, is being brazenly stolen on a massive scale. Back at home, Barry's talking with his parents, Adam and Uncle Carl. This is worse than anything the bears have done to us, and I intend to do something about it. Oh, Barry, stop. Who told you that humans are taking our honey? That's a rumor. Do these look like rumors? Barry throws pictures on the table. That's a conspiracy theory. These are obviously doctored photos. Oh. Barry, how do you get mixed up in all this? Because he's been talking to humans. What? Talking to humans? He has a human girlfriend. Oh, Barry. And they make out. <laughs> make out, Barry. We do not. You wish you could. Whose side are you on? The bees. I dated a cricket once in San Antonio. Man, those crazy legs kept me oh. up all night. Hot shot. Barry, is this what you want to do with your life? This is what I want to do for all of our lives. Nobody works harder than bees. Dad, I remember you coming home some nights so overworked. You, your hands were still stirring. You couldn't stop them. Eh, I remember that. What right do they have to our hard-earned honey? We're living on two cups a year. They're putting it in lip balm for no reason whatsoever. I do, we do. Even if it's true. Barry, what can one bee do? I'm gonna sting them where it really hurts. In the face? No. In the eye? That would really hurt. No. Up the nose? That's a killer. No. <laughs> There's only one place you can sting the humans. One place where it really matters. The scene cuts to the title sequence of the Hive at Five program. The title sequence shows news events covered in the past of Paul and Jock coming in for a crash landing with a stinger that's on fire. A protest about bee bird beards. And a bear destroying a hive. Next are the newscasters. Hive at Five, the hive's only full hour action news source. With Bob Bumble at Anchor Desk, weather with Storm Stinger, sports with Buzz Larry, and Jeanette Chung. Good evening, I'm Bob Bumble. And I'm Jeanette Chung. Our top story, a tri-county bee, Barry Benson, <laughs> is saying he intends to sue the humans. Race for stealing our honey, packaging it, and profiting from it illegally. Broadcast shifts again to another studio in the building for Bee Larry King Live. Don't forget, tomorrow night on the Bee Larry King, <laughs> we're going to have three former queens, all right, here in our studio. <laughs> discussing their new books, Classy Ladies Out This Week on Hexagon. <laughs> Tonight, we're talking with Barry Benson. Did you ever think I'm just a kid from the hive? I can't do this. Larry, bees have never been afraid to change the world. I mean, what about Bee Columbus, Bee Gandhi? The Jesus. Where I'm from, you wouldn't think of suing humans. We were thinking more like stick balls. Ah, candy stores. How old are you? Well, I want you to know that their entire bee communities is supporting you on this, which is sentenced to be yes, the sir. trial of the bee yes, century. Thank you, Larry. You know, they have a Larry King in the human world, too. It's a common name. <laughs> Next week on Be Larry King. No, I mean, he looks like you. And he has a show with suspenders and different colored dots behind him. Next week on Be Larry King. Old guy, glasses. And there's quotes along the bottom from the guests you're watching even though you just heard them. But next week, they're scary. They're hairy. And they're here live. He exits. Always leans forward. Pointy shoulders. Squinty eyes. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
What? Let's go. Do I do we leave? <laughs> Whatever. Fuck it. Leave it it's in. The, it's the movie. It's because he's Jewish. Nighttime at Vanessa's flower shop. Law bugs and legal forms are piled up. Look, look, look. In tennis, you attack at the point of weakness. But it was my grandmother, Ken. She's 81. <laughs> Honey, her backhand's a joke. I'm not going to take advantage of that. Oh, my God. Quiet, please. Actual work going on here. Is that that same bee? Yes, it is. I'm helping him sue the human race. What? Enters the room, sees Ken. Oh, hello. Hello, bee. This is Ken. Yeah, I remember you. <laughs> Yuddas, size 10 Yadda. and a half. Vibram Soul, I believe. Why does he talk again, huh? Listen, you better go because we're really busy working. But it's our yogurt night! She pushes him out the door. Oh, bye-bye! From outside the now-closed door. Why is yogurt night so difficult? <laughs> oh, you poor thing. You two have been at this for hours. Yes, and Adam here has been a huge help. Adam is asleep inside an empty cinnamon box. Fucking Cinnabon Ivan. box. <laughs> Covered in frosting and muttering in his sleep about it. Referring to the coffee. How many sugars? Just one. I try not to use the competition. Oh, so why are you helping me anyways? Bees have good qualities. See, si, certo. And it feels good to take my mind off the shop. I don't know why. Instead of flowers, people are giving balloon bouquets now. Yeah, those are great. If you're three. And artificial flowers. Oh, those just get me psychotic. Yeah, me too. The bent stingers, the pointless pollination. These must hate those fake plastic things. There's nothing worse than a daffodil that's hard, that's had work done. Well, maybe this could make up for it a little bit. They exit the flower shop and go to the mailbox. You know, Barry, this lawsuit is a pretty big deal. I guess. Are you sure that you want to go through with it? Am I sure? When I'm done with the humans, they won't be able to say, Honey, I'm home, without paying a royalty. <laughs> wow. Outside the courthouse, our reporter begins her, st her segment, talking to the camera. Sarah, it's an incredible scene here in downtown Manhattan where all eyes and ears of the world are anxiously waiting because for the first time in history, we're going to hear for ourselves if a honeybee can actually speak. Inside, Barry, Vanessa, and Adam sit at a table. What have we gotten into here, Barry? I don't know, but it's pretty big, isn't it? I can't believe how many humans don't have to be at work during the day. Hey, you think these billion-dollar multinational food companies have good lawyers? Oh, man. Back outside the courthouse, a policeman announces through the megaphone. Folks, everybody needs to stay behind the barricade. <laughs> Imagine an actual officer. Sound like A very expensive car drives up with a license plate saying, Alibi. And the initials LTM on the hood ornament. The lawyer gets out, sees a bug, oh. and steps on it. Inside, Barry shudders. What's the matter? I don't know. I just gotta chill. Well, if it isn't the bee team. Where's the honey packet he picked up from the, the saucer holding his drink? <laughs> Any of you boys work <laughs> on this? He chuckles. <laughs> All rise, the Honorable Judge Bumbleton presiding. All right, case number oh. 4475, Superior Court of New York, Barry B. Benson bursts. The honey industry is now in session. Mr. Montgomery, you're representing the five major food companies collectively. That's not Filipino. A privilege. 
uh, Mr. Benson. You are representing all beasts of the world. Inside and outside the courtroom, everyone is waiting to hear what he will say. Ah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yes, Your Honor. We are ready to proceed. And Mr. Montgomery, your opening statement, please. Clear his throat and speaks in a very heavy and exaggerated sounding drawl. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, my grandmother was a simple woman. Born on a farm, she believed it was man's divine right to benefit from the bounty of nature God put before us. If we were to live in the topsy-turvy world Mr. Benson imagines, just, just, just think of what it would mean. Maybe I would have to negotiate with the silkworm for the elastic in my britches. Talking bee, how do you know this isn't some sort of holographic motion picture Hollywood wizardry? They could be using laser beams, robotic ventriloquism, cloning. For all we know, he could be on steroids. Ma'am, sir, Benson. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, there's no trickery here. I'm an ordinary bee. And as a bee, honey's pretty important to me. It's important to all the bees. We invented it. We make it and we protect it with our lives. Unfortunately, there's some people in this room who think they can take whatever they want from us because we're the little guys. And what I'm hoping is that after this is all over, you'll see how by taking our honey, you're not only taking away everything that we have, but everything that we are. Vanessa smiles and silently claps. And the bees in the courtrooms are moved by his words. Back at their house, Barry's parents are watching TV. Oh, I wish he would dress like that all the time. So nice. Call your first witness. So, Mr. Klaus Vanderheiden of Honey Farms. Pretty big company you have there. I suppose so. And I see you also own Honey Burton and Honron. Yes, they provide beekeepers for our farms. Beekeeper? I find that to be a very disturbing term. I have to say, I don't imagine you employ any bee freers, do you? Uh, no. I'm sorry, I, uh, I, I, I couldn't hear you. Louder. <laughs> no. No, because you don't free bees! <laughs> you keep bees! And not only that, it seems you thought a bear would be an appropriate image for a jar of honey. Well, they're very lovable creatures. Uh, Yogi Bear, Fozzie Bear, oh, Build a Bear. Oh my god. Yeah? You're going like this? Vanessa and a man enter, guiding a giant grizzly bear restrained by a collar with chains. <laughs> this motherfucker brought a grizzly bear to court. <laughs> they bring him in, in front of Bander Hayden. The bear lunges at him and roars. Roar! How would you like this big man that crashed into your living room, biting your couch, spitting out your throat pillows? <laughs> okay, that's enough. Take him on. Vincent stops roaring. He and the man departs without incident, leaving Vander Hayden trembling with the judge glaring at him and Layden angrily growling. Later, Barry questions another witness. Always with the bat and called the police. <laughs> <laughs> but you've never been a police officer of any kind, have you? Uh, no, I haven't. No, you haven't! <laughs> and so here we have yet another example of bee culture being casually stolen by a human for nothing more than a prance about stage name. Oh, please, mate. Have you ever been stung, Mr. Sting? Because I'm feeling a little stung, Sting. Or should I say, Mr. Gordon M. Sumner? Oh. 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 
assistance. That's, that's not his real name. You idiots! Later on, Barry questioning another witness, reading from the base of the statue of the witness is holding. Mr. Leota, may I offer my belated congratulations on your Emmy win for a guest spot on ER in 2005? <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> I also see from your resume that you're devilishly handsome, but with a churning inner turmoil that's always ready to blow. I enjoy what I do, is that a crime? <laughs> Not yet it isn't, but... Is this what it's come to for you, Mr. Leota? Exploiting tiny helpless bees so you don't have to rehearse your part and learn your lines, sir? Watch it, Benson. I could blow right now. <laughs> this isn't good fella. This is bad fella. <laughs> Suddenly upset, he tries to smash Barry with his Emmy statue. <laughs> Why doesn't someone just step on this little creek and we can all go home? You're all thinking it. Say it. Order, order in this courtroom. <laughs> order, I say. Mr. Leota, please sit yes, down. Sir. Reaction from the press is harsh. The headline of the New York Telegram has Subi. The New York Post reads, Beast to humans, buzz off. And the Daily Variety reports, Studio dumps Leota project, slams door on unlawful entry to that evening in Vanessa's apartment. Oh, shit. Well, I just think that was awfully nice for that bear to pitch in like that. I'm telling you, I think the jury's on our side. We're doing everything right, you know, legally. I'm a florist. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Great delivery, Chili. Here raises his glass. Well, here's to a great team. To a great team. Both Toast and Ken enters the apartment. Well, hello. Oh, Ken. Hello. I didn't think you were coming. No, I was just late. I tried to call, but the battery... I didn't want all this to go to waste, so I called Barry. Luckily, he was free. (sighs) Yeah. Oh, that was lucky. Well, there's still a little left. I could heat it up. Uh, Yeah, heat it up. Sure, whatever. So, I hear you're quite a tennis player. I'm not much for the game myself. I find the ball a little grabby. Um, that's where I usually sit. Right there. From kitchen. Ken, Barry was looking at your resume and he agreed with me that eating with chopsticks isn't really a special skill. To Barry. <sighs> you think I don't see what you're doing? Hey, look, I know how hard it is trying to find the right job. We certainly have that in common. Well, bees have 100% employment, of course, but we do jobs like taking the crud out. That's just what I was thinking about doing. Oh, what is that? Karen reaches for a knife but pushes it off the table. He bends down to pick it up. He's going to stab a bee? Fuck yeah. Fuck that motherfucker. From kitchen. Ken, I let Barry borrow your razor for his fuzz. I hope that was all right. Oh, I'll be pissed off. What the fuck? Ken hits his head on the table as he straightens back up. Then he presses the apple cider bottle against his temple to soothe it. I'm going to go drain the old stinger. Oh, my God. Hey, ho. Yeah, you do that. Barry flies a couple of loops in front of Ken as he heads down to the bathroom, causing Ken to shake the bottle and gets cider in his eyes. Barry grabs a small section of a variety magazine as he goes. Huh, look at that. 
tears off a small corner of Variety magazine as he goes in. As Barry finishes up and washes his hands, Ken enters carrying a large magazine. You know, I've just about had it with the little mind games. What's that? Italian Vogue. Oh my god. He curls the magazine tight. Mamma Mia, that's a lot of pages. It's a lot of ads. Insert the spots are here. Yes, sir. <laughs> Remember what Van said? Why is your life any more valuable than mine? <laughs> that's funny, because I can't seem to recall that. He whacks Barry with a magazine. He misses and knocks everything off the vanity. He grabs a can of air freshener. I think something stinks in here! He's freezing Barry! I love the smell of flowers. Yeah! How do you like the smell of flames? Not as much. He lights the stream. What? <laughs> Barry screams. <laughs> Barry flies in a circle. Ken, trying to stay with him, spins in place. There are flames outside of the bathroom door. Ken slips on the Italian Vogue, falls back into the shower, Pulling down the shower curtains, the can hits him in the head, followed by the shower curtain rod, and then the rubber duck. Ken reaches back, oh grabs the handheld shower head. He whips around looking for Barry. There's a water bug near the drain. Water bug not taking sides. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kermit. <laughs> Fucking Kermit. <laughs> Barry's on the toilet tank. He comes out from behind the shampoo bottle, wearing a chap's hat as a helmet. Ken, look at me. I'm wearing a chapstick hat. This is pathetic. Ken is turning the hand shower nozzle from gentle to turbo to lethal. What the fuck is a lethal? What's what shower head is that? I've got issues. Ken fires the water at Barry, knocking him into the toilet. The item from the vanity, emery board, lipstick, eye curler, etc. are on the toilet seat. Ken looks down at Barry. Well, well, well. A royal flush. <laughs> You're bluffing. Oh my god. Am I? Surf's up, dude. Boo water! <laughs> what is that? bowl is gnarly. Except for those oh dirty god. yellow rings! Wow. Kenneth! What are you doing? You know what? I don't even like honey. I don't eat it! We need to talk. He's just a little bee, and he happens to be the nicest bee I've met in a long time. Oh long time? What are you talking about? Are there other bugs in your life? What is this movie? No, but there are other things bugging me in life, and you're one of them. Oh my What's happening? god, he's Yo, this shit is stuff. fucked up, though. Real talk. You florist. Fine! Talking bees, no yogurt night. My nerves are fried for riding on this emotional roller coaster. <laughs> Goodbye, Ken! Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Ken exits. Then re-enters frame. And for your information, I prefer sugar-free artificial sweeteners made by man. <laughs> I'm sorry about all that. Re-enters again. I know it's got an aftertaste. I like it. I always felt like there was some kind of barrier between Ken and me. I couldn't overcome it. Oh, well. Are you going to be okay for the trial tomorrow? Oh, I believe Mr. Montgomery is about out of ideas. We would like to call Mr. Barry Benson B to the stand. Now that's a good idea. You can really see why he's considered one of the very best lawyers. Yeah. Layton, you've got to weave some magic with this jury or it's going to be all over. Oh, don't worry, Mr. Gamble. The only thing I have to do to turn this jury around is to remind them of what they don't like about bees. 
You got the tweezers. Are you allergic? Only to losing, son. Only to losing. Mr. Benson, I'll ask you what I think we'd all like to know. What exactly is your relationship with that woman? We're friends. Good friends? Yes. How What? Together. Wait a minute. What is this all about? Are you her little Hey, that's not that kind of... I've seen a documentary or two. Now, from what I understand, doesn't your queen give birth to all the bee children in the hive? Yeah, but... So those aren't your real parents? Yes, they are. <laughs> You're an illegitimate bee, aren't you, Benson? Oh, Barry! Hold me back! And don't y'all date your cousin? <gasps> He's denouncing bees! Objection! I'm gonna pincushion this guy! Adam, don't! It's what he wants! Oh, I'm hit! Oh, lordy, I'm hit! Or there, or there, please. <laughs> <laughs> the venom, it's, it's coursing through my veins. Mr. Montgomery. <laughs> <laughs> I've been felled by a winged beast of destruction, you see. You can't treat them like equals. They're striped savages. Stigging's the only thing they know. It's their way. Adam, stay with me. I can't feel my legs. Take it easy. Oh, what angel of mercy will come forward to suck the poison from my heaving buttocks? This is like in the movie. Please, I will have order in this court. Order, order, please. The case of the honeybees versus the human race took a pointed turn against the bees yesterday when one of their thank you legal team stung Layton T. Montgomery. Now here's Don with a five-day. Hey, buddy. Hey. Is there much pain? Yeah. I, uh, I blew the whole case, didn't I? It doesn't matter. The only important thing is you're alive. You could have died. I'd be better off dead. Look at me. They got it from the cafeteria. They got it from downstairs. In a tuna sandwich. Look, there's still a little celery on it. What was that like to sting someone? I can't explain it. It was all, all adrenaline and then, and then ecstasy. All right. You think that was all a trap? Of course. I'm sorry. I flew us right into this. What were we thinking? Look at us. We're just a couple of bugs in this world. What do you think the humans will do to us if they win? I don't know. I hear they put roaches in motels. That doesn't sound so bad. Adam, they check in, but they don't check out. Oh my. Say, could you get a nurse to close that window? Why? The smoke. Bees don't smoke. Right. Bees don't smoke, but some bees are smoking. Adam, that's it. That's our case. It is? It's not over? No, get up. Get dressed. I've got to go somewhere. You get back to the court and stall. Stall any way you can. Back at the courthouse. And assuming you've done step 29 correctly, you're ready for the tub. Mr. Playman? Yes? Yes, Your Honor. Where is the rest of your team? Well, Your Honor, it's interesting. You know... Bees are trained to fly kind of haphazardly, and as a result, quite often we don't make very good time. I actually once heard a pretty funny story about a bee. Your Honor, haven't these ridiculous bugs taken up enough of this course valuable time? 
How much longer we allow these absurd shenanigans to go on? They are presenting no compelling evidence to support their charges against my client, who have all run perfectly legitimate businesses. I move for the complete dismissal of this case. Mr. Playman, I'm afraid I'm going to have to consider Mr. Montgomery's motion. But you can't! We have a terrific case! Where's your proof? Where's the evidence? Show me the smoking gun! What is that? Hold it, your honor. You want a smoking gun? Here's your smoking gun. What's this? This harmless little contraption? This couldn't hurt a fly, let alone a bee. It's a bee smoker. Members of the jury, look at what has happened to bees who have never been asked, smoking or not. Is this what nature intended for us? To be forcibly addicted to these smoke machines in man-made wooden slat working camps? Living out our lives as honey slaves to the white man? What the (laughs) fuck? Yes, sir. (laughs) Yo. Yes, sir. Yo, what's happening? Everyone panics. (laughs) What are we going to do? He's playing the species card. Free the bees. Free the bees. Free the bees. Free the bees. The court finds in favor of the bees. That is not how court works, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa, we won. <laughs> Yay! I knew you could do it. High five. Uh, sorry. I'm okay. Vanessa, do you know what this means? All the honey is finally going to belong to the bees. Now we won't have to work so hard all the time. This is an unholy perversion of balance of nature, Benson. You'll regret this. Mary, how much honey do you think is out there? All right, all right. One at a time. Mary, who are you wearing? My sweater is Ralph Lauren, and I have no pants. What if Montgomery's right? What do you mean? We've been living the B-way a long time, 27 million years. Congratulations on your victory. What are you going to demand as a settlement? First, we're going to demand a complete shutdown of all bee work camps. Then, we want back the honey that was ours to begin with, every last drop. We demand an end to the glorification of the bear as anything more than filthy, smelly, big-headed, bad-breathed stink machine. I believe we're all aware of what they do in the woods. Wait for my signal. Take them out. You'll have nausea for a few hours. Then he'll be fine. And we will no longer tolerate B-negative nicknames. But it's just a prance about stage name. Unnecessary inclusion of honey in bogus health products and la-dee-da human tea time snack garnishments. Breathe. Bring it in, boys. Hold it right there. Tap it. Mr. Buzzwell, we just passed three cups and there's gallons more coming. I think we need to shut down. Shut down? We've never shut down. Shut down honey production! Stop making honey! Turn your key, sir! Everything starts shutting down. What do we do now? Cannonball! We're shutting down honey production! Mission aboard! Aborting pollination and nectar detail! Returning to base! Adam, you wouldn't believe how much honey was out there. Oh, yeah? What's going on around here? Where is everybody? Are they out celebrating? No, they're just home. They don't know what to do. They're laying out. They're sleeping in. I heard your Uncle Carl was on his way to San Antonio with a cricket. At least we got our honey back. Yeah, but sometimes I think, so what if humans liked our honey? Who wouldn't? It's the greatest thing in the world. I was excited to be part of making it. This was my new desk. This was my new job. I wanted to do really well. And now, and now I can't. I don't understand why they're not happy. We have so much now. 
I thought their lives would be better. They're doing nothing. It's amazing. Honey really changes people. You don't have any idea what's going on, do you? What did you want to show me? This. What happened here? That is not the half of it. Oh no. Oh my. They're all wilting. Doesn't look very good, does it? No. And whose fault do you think that is? You know, I'm gonna guess bees. Bees? Specifically me. I guess I didn't think that bees not needing to make honey would affect all these other things. And it's not just flowers. Fruits, vegetables, they all need bees. Well, that's our whole SAT test right there. So, you take away the produce, that affects the entire animal kingdom. And then, of course... The human species? Ahem. So, if there's no more pollination, it could all just go south here, couldn't it? And I know this is also partly my fault. How about a suicide pact? How would we do it? <laughs> I'll sting you. You step on me. That just kills you twice. Right. Right. Listen, oh Barry, God. sorry, but I gotta get going. Jerry Seinfeld, what the fuck was that? Huge mistake. This is a total disaster, and it's all my fault. Yes. It kind of is. <laughs> I've ruined the planet, and I wanted to help you with your flower shop. Instead, I've made it worse. Actually, it's completely closed down. I thought maybe you were remodeling. Nonetheless, I have an idea, and it's greater than all my previous ideas combined. I don't want to hear it. All right, here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> They have the roses. The roses have the pollen. I know every bee, plant, and flower bud in this park. All we gotta do is get what they've got back here with what we've got. Bees. Park. Pollen. Flowers. Repollination! Across the nation! All right, Tournament of Roses, Pasadena, California. They've got nothing but flowers, floats, and cotton candy. Security will be tight. I have an idea. Vanessa Bloom, FTD. Official floral business. It's real. Sorry, ma'am. That's a nice brooch, by the way. Thank you. It was a gift. Then once we're inside, we just pick the right float. How about the princess and the pea? Yeah! I could be the princess and... Yes, I think... You could be... I've... The P! I got it. Sorry I'm late. Where should I sit? What are you? I believe I'm the P. The P? It's supposed to be under the mattress. Not in this fairy tale, sweetheart. I'm gonna go talk to the marshal. You do that. This whole parade is a fiasco. Ah! Let's see what this baby will do. Engine revving. Hey, what are you doing? Then all we do is blend in with traffic without arousing suspicion. They continue driving on the freeway with the floats that they acquired at the festival. And once we're at the airport, there's no stopping us. Stop, security. Did you and your insect pack your own float? Yes. Has it been in your possession the entire time? Yes. Would you remove your shoes and everything in your pockets? Can you remove your stinger, sir? Um, that's what? a part of me. <laughs> I know. I'm just having some fun. Enjoy your flight. Upbeat theme playing. Dude, this shit sucks. And then if we're lucky, we'll have just enough pollen to do the job. Can you believe how lucky we are? We have just enough pollen to do the job. I think this is going to work, Vanessa. It's got to work. Attention passengers, this is Captain Scott. I'm afraid we have a bit of a bad weather in the New York area. And looks like we're going to experience a couple hours of delay. Barry, these are cut flowers with no water. They'll never make it. I got to get up there and talk to these guys. Be careful. Hey, could I get some help with the Sky Mall magazine? I'd like to order the talking inflatable ear and nose trimmer. Excuse me, Captain. I'm in a real situation here. What did you say? I didn't say anything. B! <laughs> no, no, no. Don't freak out. There's a chance my entire species... <gasps> Wait a minute. I'm an attorney. 
who's an attorney? Don't move! Oh, Barry. Barry TKO's the pilots. Good afternoon, passengers. This is your captain speaking. Would a Miss Vanessa Bloom in 24B please report to the cockpit? And please hurry! (gasps) What happened here? I tried to talk to them, but then there was a dust buster, a toupee, a life raft exploded. Now one's bald, one's in a boat, and they're both unconscious. Is that another bee joke? No, no one's flying the plane! This is JFK Control Tower, Flight 356. What's your status? This is Vanessa Bloom. I'm a florist from New York. Where's the pilot? He's unconscious and so is the co-pilot. Not good. Is there anyone on board who has flight experience? As a matter of fact, there is. Who's that? Barry Benson from the Honey Trial? Oh, great. Vanessa, this is nothing more than a big metal bee. It's got giant wings, huge engines. I can't fly a plane. Why not? Isn't John Travolta a pilot? Yes. How hard could it be? Wait a minute. Barry, we're headed into some lightning. This is Bob Bumble. We have some late breaking news from JFK Airport where a very suspenseful scene is developing. Barry Benson, fresh off his stunning legal victory. That's Barry! Is now attempting to land a plane loaded with people, flowers, and an, imp- and an incapacitated flight crew. Flowers? We have an electrical storm in the area and two individuals at the controls of a jumbo jet with absolutely no flight experience. Just a minute, Mr. Ditchwater. There's a bee on that plane. Oh, I'm quite familiar with Mr. Benson's work and his no-account compadres. Haven't they done enough damage already? Isn't he your only hope right now? Technically, a bee shouldn't be able to fly at all. The wings are too small. Their bodies are too big. Hey, hold on a second. Haven't we heard this a million times? The surface area of the wings and the body mass doesn't make sense. Get this on here. You got it. Damn it. We're going live. (laughs) (laughs) The way we work may be a mystery to you. Because making honey takes a lot of bees doing a lot of small jobs. Let me tell you something about a small job. If you do it really well, it makes a big difference. More than we realize. To us. To everyone. That's why I want to get bees back to doing what we do best. Working together. That's the bee way. We're not made of jello. We get behind a fellow. Black and yellow. Okay, everybody. Hello. 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 Dramatic theme playing. Left, right, down, hover, hover. Hover? Forget hover. You know what? This isn't so hard. Beep, 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 beep. beep Lane gets electrocuted. Barry, what happened? Wait a minute. I think we're on autopilot the whole time. That may have been helping me. No, we're not. <laughs> it turns out I cannot fly a plane. <laughs> what the? God damn it. We're back at the beehive. All of you, let's get behind this fellow. Move it out. Move out. All the bees are flying. Dramatic theme playing. <laughs> the plane is also flying. Our only chance is if I do what I do and you copy me with the wings of the plane. You don't have to yell. I'm not yelling. We happen to be in a lot of trouble here. It's very hard to concentrate with that panicky tone in your voice. It's not a tone. <laughs> I don't think I can do this. Pull yourself together. Listen to me. <laughs> You've got to snap out of it. You you snap out of it! 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 The Doritos try to save the plane. <laughs> they have become a giant Dorito. This buzz, they say. The Doritos are all under the plane. <laughs> you snap out of it! You snap out of they it! They look like they're kinda into it. Why? Come on, it's my turn. He's into they it! They really are into oh, it. Oh, oh. How's, how's the plane flying? I don't know. Ring, ring. Hello? Hey, Benson! 
Have you got any flowers for a happy occasion there? The pollen jocks. They do get behind a fellow. She winks. Black and yellow. Hello. Are you two? What do you say? We drop this tin can on the blacktop. What blacktop? Where? I can't see anything. Can you? No, nothing. It's all cloudy. Come on, you gotta think B, Barry. Thinking B. Thinking B. Thinking B. Thinking B. Thinking B. Wait a minute. I think I'm feeling something. What? I don't know, but it's strong and it's pulling me. Like a 27 million year old insect. Bring the nose of the plane down. Thinking B. Thinking B. Thinking B. What in the world is on the tarmac? Get some lights on that. Thinking B. Thinking B. Thinking B. Thinking B. Vanessa, aim for the flower. Okay. Cut the engines. Cut the engines? We're going in on B power. Ready, boys? Affirmative. They cut the engine. Good, good. Easy now. That's it. Land on the flower. The are controlling the plane. You ready, boys? Full reverse. Spin it around. <laughs> Not that flower, the other. Which? That flower. I'm aiming at the flower. That's a fat guy in a flowered shirt. Oh, my God. I mean laughing? the giant black and yellow pulsating flower made of millions of bees. The guy's taking pictures. Pull forward, nose down, bring your tail up, rotate around it. This is insane, Barry. This is the only way I know how to fly. Am I cuckoo kachoo, or is this yes, plane sir. flying and flying in an wait, or is this plane flying in an insect-like pattern? Oh my god. That was a mouthful. Get your nose in there. Don't be afraid. Smell it. Full reverse. Easy. Just drop it. Be a part of it. The plane is aiming for the center of all the bees. Aim for the center. Now drop it in. Drop it in, woman. Hey yo. The passengers have no idea that the bees have landed the plane. Come on already. Bing. Barry, we did it! You taught me how to fly! Yes, no high five! Right. Barry, it worked! Did you see the giant flower? What giant flower? Where? Of course I saw the fucking giant flower! <laughs> that was genius, man. Genius! Thank you. But we're not done yet. Majestic theme playing. Listen, everyone. This runway is covered with the last pollen from the last flowers available everywhere on Earth. That means this is our last chance. We're the only ones who can make honey. If we're going to survive as a species, this is our moment. So what do you say? Are we going to be bees or just Museum of Natural History keychains? Then everyone, follow me! Accept keychain! <laughs> Hold on, Barry. Here, you've earned this. Places a pollen jock jacket on Barry, and the three pollen jock cheers while Vanessa gives him a thumbs up. Yay! I'm a pollen jock, and it's a perfect fit. All I gotta do are the sleeves. <laughs> the pollen jocks toss Barry a nectar pack. Oh, yeah. That's our Barry! Oh, yeah. Martin nods proudly in agreement. Musical number. Here We're comes the Anybody needs to make a call, now's the time. I got a feeling we'll be working late tonight. Cheerio! Here comes the bees, not the bees. Little darling, I feel the ice is 
just slowly melting. Oh, okay. Here's your change. Have a great afternoon. Yes, can I help who's next? Uh, right here. Would you like some honey with that? Sure. It is sure. bee approved. Don't forget these. Milk, cream, cheese, it's all me. And I don't see a nickel. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Sometimes I feel, I just feel like a piece of me. I had no idea. Barry, I'm sorry. Have you got a moment? Would you excuse me? My mosquito associate here will be able to help you. Sorry I'm late. He's a lawyer too. Ma'am, I'm already a blood-sucking parasite. All I needed was the briefcase. Have a great afternoon. Barry, I just got this huge tulip order for a wedding, and I can't get them anywhere. No problem, Vanny. Just leave it to me. You're a lifesaver, Barry. Can I help who's next? Who's next? All right, scramble jocks. It's time to fly. Thank you, Barry. See a sign that says Vanessa and Barry flowers honey legal advice and becomes disgusted. Ugh, that bee is living my life! Let it go, Kenny. When will this nightmare end? Beautiful day to fly. Sure is. Between you and me, I was dying to get out Here of that office. Here comes the sun. Do, 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 do. Here comes the sun. It's all right. 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 Whooping. Oh, what? Oh, that's it. Please. Oh, well, I think it's the end yes. credits. No, there's no. Oh, then we did it. Hold okay, on. shut the fuck up. Get me out of here. Hold on, hold on. Nah, fuck that. Get get us out of here. Recreo out. It's been yeah, five, Recreo. four hours. Oh, Recreo they, the scene actually out. doesn't exist. What? We're done. Do, do, do.